I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FW Podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. And here we are yet again for the 114th-ish time. Somewhere in there. The, the 100 and summer yeah. episode. We are once again live coming to you. It's a Tuesday again. It is actually the 30 on the on the 37th anniversary of the release date of the OG Nightmare on Elm Street. Here we are. Yes, sir. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that, and uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, there, there were a bunch of um, a bunch of horror that is that has a uh, release date day today uh, across the years, but uh, OG Nightmare on Elm Street thirty seven today. If if you're keeping thirty seven, yeah, if you're keeping score at home, it's probably at this point starting to show some gray hairs at thirty seven. I don't know if that's what happens at thirty seven. I don't know. Some well, people at all the, all the hair's been burnt off the head, though. So that is true. That's true. Robert England, hell of a nice guy, dear friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Been on the show at one point, so we can call him a dear friend. Dear friend, dear as they say, friend of the show. But as the intro says, I am Chris. I am also Chris, and. Together we are your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. And I know that because we they reviewed us on iTunes. You can trust it. Yeah. Your favorite podcast yeah. just this week was like, man, this is my favorite podcast. And it's this one right here. We are the number one highest rated TN2M show on the entire Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network. We are your friends with benefits. And we look great in pink. Yeah, that's true. We do. We're the only ones that could pull off a uh, friggin' Wu-Tang song to open, by the way. It's true. Nobody it's true. else could. Nobody else can do it. Nobody not else. Until we get, not until we get friend of the show Bryce to start recording something. Oh, my gosh. I really hope that he gets uh, something up and going and will release something on our network because... Um, I mean, if there ever was a person that is just the definition of a cool guy, oh it's, yeah, it's Bryce. Like Bryce is just like you. Like, so he walks in and you're just like, "That's a cool guy." Yeah. So. Yeah, and like one of those dudes who, like, even when he's motivated in conversation, and I don't even want to say upset. That's why I use the word motivated. Like, even when he's passionate in conversation, like there's still just this good energy about him then so i just you know fucking wish i could be like that yeah so maybe hopefully if we're all lucky maybe sometime soon uh the the network will get a bryce injection i don't know Mm -hmm. it sounds weird i don't know it sounds weird (laughs) to say it that way but who knows? Because there might be some kind of big shakeup uh, in the whole network coming soon. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. It's all, it's all leading towards. If you haven't already, I got to get a promo for this made too. Uh, if you if you have plans, if you don't have plans, make them. If you already have no. plans, break them. Uh huh. Because Friday. January the 14th in historic downtown Bowling Green. We will be doing a live show. Your first chance at the uh, the No Pants Party tour 
where we're going to have a bunch of exclusive stuff, uh, some stories and some videos and some pictures and all kinds of stuff that you have no no chance to see anywhere else uh, except for on this tour. Your first crack at it will be Friday, January 14th. We'll have, of course, more ticket information on that as it becomes available, but we can tell you to clear that date and break any other plans you've got. It's far enough out that you shouldn't have any other plans, but, you know, if you do, you can always break them. Yeah, we're going to be better than anything else you're doing. That is the very, very true. My God, that's true. Uh, we're also cooler than anyone else you could have plans with. That's also true. We've got, uh, I'm working on uh, some, you know, we're, we're, we already have, you know, a really good, because you've seen the lineup. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a lot of good stuff. We've worked together on the lineup. Um, uh, there's some, a few surprises that you don't know about. Um, there's some good stuff coming, uh, some stuff in the works, some stuff that's been confirmed. Uh, so it's going to be a, a, an incredible show. Uh, and the best part about it is tickets are going to be much like anything in our Redbubble merch store. Very, very affordable, uh, for everybody. As cheap as we can possibly make them. That is legit. Like these tickets are going to be as cheap as we can possibly make them because we're trying to stack that house. So make plans to be there. Uh, also we'll tell you about the good cause that all the ticket money's going for, uh, a little bit later on, but that's a little bit later. I'm waiting to hear that sound. Oh, uh, no, no, nothing, no, nothing today. Nothing oh. today. Uh, allergies, you know, I think you and I actually talked about this one day last week. Our allergies have both been kind of kicking the shit out of us. Yeah. And all the drainage has left my throat a little raw, my tum tum a little upset. So get that. Yeah, it's been a weird, weird weather last like week and a half. It's been like a roller coaster for for temperatures. So it's been, um, it's it, it it reminds me of a Katy Perry song. So uh, it's been all <laughs> over the place. And uh, for people with seasonal allergies like you and me, it it does it does a number on it, and it uh, it's not very fun. It's not very forgiving. So, um, I get that for sure. Uh, while we're at it, while we're at it, I'm, I'm waiting to hear that sound. There we go. All right. We're taking a look at it. Uh, it's looking, it's looking like, uh, I don't know what color when you have too much sugar, like you're going through all of the, the last of your Halloween candy and getting rid of it, but that's what the stream looks like right now. Looks like it's the last of the Halloween candy is going out in there, and it's done, and uh, the, the, the stream is, is emptying and getting ready for uh, the Thanksgiving feast that is on the horizon. So, uh, stream's looking good. So we're all... It's, it, it's looking good, and uh, the, the little green excellent sign is down there, so uh, it's all we can hope for. It's true. It's true. Hopefully my my internet started to shit the bed towards the end of last week. I'm kind of hoping that doesn't happen again this week. So Better not. That's all I'm saying is it better not. I will be fighting whatever crappy company you've got. I don't even know what company it is, but we'll fight them. If, if it messes up, we'll name them by name, and we'll fight them. I don't even care. <laughs> If it messes up again, I it, at this point, if it messes up again, I'm going to ask for a couple months for free because it's been pretty ridiculous, and I'm sure it was going on the entire time. But I, obviously, I missed it a lot when I wasn't working from home, and now that I am, yeah, yeah. Um, because so I will, are you? well, I will, uh, I will tell them uh, what Shawn Michaels told Vince Russo uh, in the late 90s backstage at a WWF event, I will call your internet provider and I will say, listen, I can't kick a lot of people's asses, but I can damn sure kick yours. (laughs) That is what I will say. I will say that to them, and then they they will be forced to uh, give you something for free, compensate you for your time. Uh, Good. So, man, you no, know, it's been uh it's been good. Uh you know, we're both we're both doing the work from home thing and mm-hmm. uh 
enjoying the hell out of that. So that's good, especially with uh, some of this, uh, you know, bad weather coming up and, uh, um, you know, potentially hazardous conditions. It's good to know that uh, working from home is is there for you and, and a good thing. So, um, but right now it's it's, I think they say we have one more, here at least we have one more good day and then the rest of them are going to be like it's going to get cold again so it's supposed to rain here most of the day thursday as well Ugh, i hate it i hate it but uh, this is the worst uh, the, uh, I, I don't like the cold weather but I, I like i like hoodie season so i'm okay i'm like 50 50 torn on it but uh you know we'll see but i'll tell you what i did this weekend and i want to know if you did it too Jerked off? Yeah. Well, they, that that's a given. Um, <laughs> the the new reboot Dexter season started on Sunday. Dexter New Blood, and episode one is out. It, they actually started streaming it a day early, which was kind of cool. Uh, really? So uh, I actually watched it, and, I, and uh, on demand, I watched it on demand. Uh, Sunday afternoon, as a matter of fact, before it even aired on TV, I was already done with it. Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, contra, not controversy, but a lot of mixed reviews online. And I, I'm aggravated at the people for their reasons why they didn't like it. Okay. Um, first off, what'd you think? I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, I knew, I knew a couple of the thing, like I called a couple things before they happened because, you know, as, as I'm sure you did too, because, you know, you just got done rewatching the whole series. So like, you know, all of it, like, you know, their tells, like, you know, their storytelling, uh, tells Mm -hmm. here's one thing, like the one thing that I wish they would have done though, was a, like a, like a two minute wrap up in the beginning. Because, like, the show just, like, starts, and it expects you to remember, like, everything. Oh, wow. And I wish they would have done, like, a two-minute, like, a, here's what happened. Here's how we got here. But, no, like, it just, like, starts. And so that was, that was like, my only real complaint. Uh, Jesus. Dexter's bad haircut's gone. Uh, he's got a, a good hairstyle now, which is good. Um but, now, yeah. see, I do, I do wonder how much, especially in seasons, uh, especially in like the last few seasons, like how much of that's actually is real hair because of the cancer treatment and everything. Yeah, I think at some point they had said that it was he was wearing a, a wig. wig at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just I never got his uh, hairstyle. Like, I never liked it at all. Um, but uh, they do a good job of. of building this new world right now before they, you know, crash it all down. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, a lot of people, uh, did you watch it? I have not yet. And part of it has to do with, and this is a big thing is I think I'm going to hold off till it ends. Cause I can't imagine for being able to go from watching eight seasons in a row to an hour a week. It's tough. Like it's, it's yeah. tough. Um, uh, having that week wait, it's hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll like it. I, I, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, but there's a lot of people that are complaining, um, about, some of the some of the elements because they're saying that um it's people are complaining that it's too woke and yeah i can i i can see that because there's a um there's a like a big oil guy in town and there's a big like climate change protest like it's a real short scene but like there's people protesting um in regards to climate change and um they introduce like there's a 
there's a gay character that they don't really draw a whole lot of attention to, but people are for some reason triggered by it. Um, and you know, he works at a, like an outdoors type store, like an out, like a gun and knife store. Um, and there's a, there's a story plot like that. There's a, there's a, um, story mechanic involving a gun sale. And so people are saying that there's like gun control wokeness in it. Like people are reading way too much into it. Like Christ. Yeah. People are, are blowing it up more than it really is. Um, cause it's not really that, but, um, you know, people are finding any reason to complain and, um, but I, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. I had a, I had a couple of really, really small issues, but, uh, I think they said it was 10 episodes. Uh, and I think they're kind of, I think they're going really fast. Like, I don't, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're even taking a holiday break. Are they? I don't think so. Um, yeah, I think I, they're basically just running through the new year. Yeah. I, I think, um, uh, and I don't know the whole story. Like, I don't know how it's all going to play out, but it seems like the, they're running through a lot. Like the first episode mm-hmm. is there's so much in the first episode. Um, and it kind of already gets to a point where you're like, holy shit, we're do- we're here already. So I don't know how it's going to turn out, but right now it just seems like it's moving. Like the pace is really, really fast. Uh, so we'll see what happens with it. But overall, I thought it was really good. Um, I enjoyed it immensely. Uh, it was fun just to be back in that world, even though it's a little different, it's fun to be back in that universe. Uh, yes. And, you know, as you said, I just watched all of it. Um, I know at one point I'm streaming on Netflix. So I went on there, found out it wasn't, but I had this huge hankering to watch season four of Dexter again, really wanted to watch the Trinity killer season. So I was like, okay, it's not on Hulu. It's not on uh, Netflix. So, you know, I thought I'll go to Prime. I'll buy season four and, um, you know, I'll, I'll watch it that way. Probably only like seven. If it was under, if it was, if it was under 10 bucks, I was going to buy it. Lo and behold, I found out all of Dexter was on there. So I actually started with season four and then went all the way back to one and watched one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I know that reasoning doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's how I did it. So, well, uh, you know, you got the, you got the best two seasons back to back. So that's okay. You got four and one back to back, which are easily the best two seasons of Uh, that show. I, I have some huge takeaways. Okay. Huge ones. All right. Um, the, the, the first thing is, and I think we've talked about this on the show before. Good God. The woman that plays Dexter can't act her or plays, a um, Rita can't act her way out of a paper bag. Oh, you mean the former Mrs. Uh, John Cassier? Yes, Julie Benz, yeah. Yeah, she used to be married to the voice of the Crypt Keeper, John Kassir. And I always had that, I think the weirdest question that has ever come, you know how people have like those random things that just pop in their head? Yeah. I think the weirdest one for me ever was when I, the, the day that I learned that they had been married at one point. Because <laughs> there's a, probably a pretty significant age difference yeah. there. Yeah. I was like, the only question I could think of is, like, do you think when they're having sex, when he's getting close to finishing, she makes him do the voice and the laugh? So that, like, when he climaxes, he yells out as the Crypt Keeper. I mean, you have to at least once, right? I I feel like you have to. I feel like that's like you're if you have a voice like that, like if, if you're a famous voice, I feel like at some point when you're balls deep in somebody, <laughs> you bust out the voice. Like, I feel like that's just a thing that you it's like a like you have to do it. Maybe. I don't know. I guess if she ever does a convention, I'll ask her. But. 
I won't, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't ask him because I want to keep his friendship, but I'll ask her. That's the, that's the biggest takeaway for me. Um, the one place Rita is terrible. Uh, secondly, uh, Lila is just as annoying and just as bad as you remember her being from season two. However, she's not as annoying as Jimmy Smith's in season three. Oh, um, poor remember, Jimmy Smith. I remember really enjoying season three a lot more than season two, but I think it was just coming back off of, um, my hatred of Lila from season two. And Jimmy Smith is unbelievably terrible. Uh, yeah. And just his character is unlikable. It's not, and you know, I know they touch on it throughout the, the season and, you know, but yeah, he just opens up to him so quickly and it's not someone that the character of Dexter seems like they would really like. And strangely, and you know, this will bring me back into an, another, another big point is, uh, it's like they really wanted to do that with dokes, but then and spoiler for something that aired like 13, if not more years ago, spoiler dokes is dead yeah, by season bad. three. And it just feels like there's this alternate dimension where dokes becomes obsessed with Dexter and really wants to be in that life as opposed to really wanting to catch him. So, uh, season four is still fantastic. The Julia style season was super okay. Loved season six. Edward James almost and Colin Hanks were fantastic. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, if I had a toilet flushing sound, that would be the sound that I would play right now on the soundboard to signify the rest of Dexter. Um, season seven is, unbelievably terrible like unbelievably terrible uh and part of it has to do with the fact that there are and i understand the name of the show is dexter but one of the things i always loved about it was that um you actually cared about all the people that were around him uh but by the time season seven runs around like you're done with laguerta like I, you know, the, in a rewatch of that also was just like, wow, she is a much bigger bitch on this show than I thought she was the first time around. You mean you didn't find the redeeming qualities of the character? Uh, um, I was going to pull out something real, real bad that she did, but it's all it all just kind of runs together. Yeah. It's awful. It's awful. Awful writing, awful everything. Yeah, and... These are just storylines going on uh, with Dexter. Um, Deb's found out he's a killer. Uh, he's got the Hannah McKay situation with, um, you know, the girlfriend of the former serial killer. Uh, LaGuerta is hunting him down because she finds a blood slide and starts to suspect that he was actually the killer. And then you've got him also hunting down the people that killed his mother and killing them. And there's the whole thing with the Russian mob, too. Like, every major story is just... And the thing is, it it would be one thing if a lot of them intertwined, but they're never more than, like, two at a time do. And it was just so unbelievably convoluted and dumb and badly written to the point where like, I almost quit at season eight because season seven was so bad. And I was like, I I came this far. I'm finishing this show. And, uh, you know, I'm going to call this next part a catch up for anyone that remembers. So I get to season eight, I get to like, I'm starting to end things. I've got like three or four episodes left. And I'd always been told when people talked about it, they said that Dexter killed Deb. 
And that's not how it happens. No. No, like I had been told he kills his sister and drops her into the water and drives off into the storm. Which I guess if you want to get truly technical, yes, but she is brain dead laying in a bed and he pulls out pulls out her feeding an air tube and shuts the machine off during the middle of a tropical storm where she's probably gonna die anyway. Then does all of that, but like you know, the only thing you even really care about by the time season eight wraps up is because, you know, you've got that, uh, and the, the Hannah and Deb situation in season eight where like, she has to like, where they basically do this like odd couple thing where they're living together was so weird too. Every, there was a lot of stuff that didn't work, but season eight was better than season seven and by a pretty wide margin. Cause I think season seven was, I guess I, I listed all of them out, ranked them to you. Season seven's by far the worst. Yeah. Uh, let me pull up your ratings because I do mm-hmm. have them here. Uh, let's see. Let me go back here and see. Where? Okay. Uh, yeah, you gave se- uh, season seven a three point five out of ten, and season eight a four point five out of ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah, season seven by far uh, the lowest. So. I think the four point five is probably the yeah. That's the the next um, lowest. Oh gosh, I rated season two way too high. Yeah, well, season two, uh, I think I gave it that because of the Doke storyline. Yeah, which did you see that uh, when they did the premiere for New Blood, he was there, and uh, like there, I I got out of this video where like someone's interviewing people, and uh, all of a sudden he slides in and he just says, "Surprise, motherfuckers!" God, and it's damn, so yes. funny. It's so funny because they're like, "Oh yeah, so and so is here, and so and so is here," and then it's like. It, the, the screen just sits, and then he just, like, slides in, and he just says, surprise, which is, you know, that lot. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude, I was cracking up. It was pretty but, good. So, overall, like, I'm not upset I watched the show. It, 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 it falls hard for the last two seasons. Um, that being said, like, everyone who hated the finale and everything, like, and I do think part of this is knowing what was coming. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't like it's, I wouldn't say it's good, but like one of the worst finales ever. I'm not sure I'd go that far. Yeah. I I don't know. I just, I remember at the time being very, very unhappy with how it ended feeling very unsatisfied with all of it. Um, and feeling like, like there, especially because, um, hold on, let me get my timeline correct here i want to make sure that i do this <laughs> i want to make sure that i do this right um because i don't want to i don't want to um okay dexter ran until 2013 okay okay so i now i'm gonna to have to find out when when each episode damn it all i should have had this done okay so dexter <laughs> Dexter, uh, the Dexter series finale. Let me get the date of when that Dexter season finale date. Okay. That aired September 22nd. Okay. Uh, so. So September. Okay. So keep in mind. The Dexter the series finale was middle of September. It was about two weeks before the the series finale of Breaking Bad, oh. which is one of the best series finales or season or yeah series finales like in recent memory. So I think that didn't help. That like it was so like right around okay. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and say this. This is, uh, if you've never seen Breaking Bad, if you've never gotten to the end of Breaking Bad, I'm going to give a spoiler. 
And so right after the end of Dexter, right after that airs, is the episode of Breaking Bad where Hank gets killed. And then you have like one or two episodes after that and it is done. So that's the, I, I think that also didn't do it any fa- Like you have to look at it in the context of the, what it was up against. Right. Like the, the time that it ended because yeah, like literally I didn't realize, I didn't even realize that, that they were like, it was like two weeks apart because uh, breaking bads was sep- uh, September 29th, 2013. So it was literally like the same month. So not only did you have like a lackluster ending, but then two weeks later, Breaking Bad crushed it. And then like nobody gave a shit about Dexter. Like nobody talked about Dexter anymore because like Breaking Bad was like, like took and that's So th- that's a good thing to kind of like jump into for a minute to like just about how much a bad series finale can just ruin the reputation of your show. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones has been talked to to death, and I know a big personal one for me is How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Was so unbelievably bad. So unbelievably disappointing. And... uh like surely cuz you know you started to hear the rumors and like you know people were talking like oh they're going to kill the spoiler on the show the mother dies and the entire show you've been watching is about like oh well you're in love with uh you're in love with our aunt robin instead you're not in love you know this whole thing has been about you to tell us you're in love with robin and it's like no one i know and the whole premise of that show was not to tell you that and they wanted their stupid fucking ross and rachel moments so that's what they turned this entire show into. And they're like, well, we felt uh, locked in because we had to record what we thought the ending was going to be at the end of season two. And it's like, then just ditch that. Use reactionary shots from the kids. You don't have to have them say anything and do a Bob Saget voiceover. All I know is uh, you will not find that kind of long-winded storytelling as you saw on How I Met Your Mother, it's not going to take us 10 seasons to get through some of the really funny stories we have at our live show on January the 14th. Nicely done, sir. See how that's shameless? That was like Mick Foley-esque yeah. plug right there. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm sure you have one that <laughs> like you absolutely hate, too. Oh, like there, I, I, like the, the shorter list for me is... I'll, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one that, that is odd for me, because usually it's people either like love it love the way that it ends or they hate the way that a show ends. But there's very few that are like in the middle, right? That are like, mm-hmm. Oh, they're okay. I'll tell you one that the show had a satisfying ending that was true to the character and to the show. But the show is like, no one talks about it anymore. Okay. Okay. House. Never saw the end. Like, remember? I, I, I don't know how I've managed, but I've yeah. never actually had the ending spoiled for me. It's like, well, because no one ever talked it. Like, it just kind of ended. And, like, there was yeah. a time where House was, like, one of the hottest shows on TV. And then after, like, after a few seasons, it, it dropped off. Like, they, they had a really crappy um, storyline that, that, was not great and then it kind of it didn't really ever fully recover but towards the end it started to get back to where it was it started to get good again and then it ended and then it like no one ever like whenever you talk about like you know great shows from the last 15 years or whatever like house is never on that list the 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 series finale like didn't have you know like some tragic thing like that changes the whole show or like makes it like they could do a like a reunion show or like a like a limited like comeback series on house and it would be fine but no one ever talks about it it's weird 
You uh, you know what other show no one ever talks about the ending of? What's that? Heroes, because I don't know anyone who fucking watched the entire thing. Oh my gosh, I remember what? How many seasons did that run? Was the third one the last one? Four. And Four? I okay. got like no joke when it was on Netflix. I got to like season four episode it was somewhere in the like five to eight range and i was like you know what no i I just i can't fucking do it well like i like where i gave up on it was i think it was season three where they were like they they spent the whole season like building to this one oh this one fight's gonna be like the be all end all fight this is what it all comes down to and then at the end it's like in the background while something else is happening Yep, and you're like, wait, what? But uh, but no, we we need to go here, and they're like, oh, that's in the background. We're not, we're only going to show a few shots of that, and it's like we spent an entire season of a show building up to this one thing, and it didn't even like it happened, but we didn't even get to see it. But I can't I can't crap on heroes too much because heroes helped me pulled off helped me pull off one of the best. Um, uh, calling it a heist is is not fair, but one of the best like taking advantage of a retail store I've ever done. <laughs> because when when I I had my Xbox 360, and they came oh, out. Oh, you've you've yeah, said this, yeah. I, they came out with the HD DVD player, and mm-hmm. Best Buy had a deal. I think the statute of limitations is done with this, so I can tell this story. So. Best Buy had a deal where if you you spent like the the HD DVD player like attachment was like a hundred bucks that was on sale, and they were like, and you can pick out any two HD DVD sets like any two HD DVDs that we have. And you get you pick two and they're for free. So I was like, fucking a, all right. So I go and I buy it uh, for a hundred bucks, and then I'm like, I want the two most expensive ones they've got. So it's like Heroes Season 1, which is like, you know, $120 and something else. I think I got... Yeah, to tell you how expensive HD DVDs and yeah, Blu-ray yeah. Were, Blu-rays were when they first came out. Oh, yeah, it was astronomical. And so, yeah, like Heroes Season 1 was like $99.99 or like $119.99, somewhere in like the $100 adjacent range. And I got like some movie that like I, I actually wanted and immediately went from... Best Buy, seven tenths of a mile down the road to Walmart, and I did a no receipt return on Heroes Season One on HD DVD, where they gave me a hundred nine one hundred nineteen dollars credit that I used to then just go buy other shit I actually wanted, <laughs> uh, which cut more than covered the actual player. So you know, I'm not above saying that I did it. Because, yeah, they did. Like, they, they took it, and they were like, oh, well, you know, they, they do that whole thing where they're like, oh, yeah, we need your uh, ID and all that stuff. And I, I don't return stuff a lot. So, of course, it was fine. But, yeah, I actually returned it, and I got more than the value of the player for the one disc set that I got. Because I was like, ah, I don't really give a shit about Heroes, and I've already seen yeah. the first season, and it was all right, but, you know, kind of meh. So... I have no problem selling it back. I literally bought it just so I could, like, it was part of the master plan that I didn't know if I'd be able to pull off. But there you go. Sure enough, did. So I can't yell at heroes too much. But, yeah, the end of the show sucks, and I gave up after, yeah, season three. Couldn't do it. Yeah. So let's, but I kind of want to wrap this back around into something we already talked about. And, like, kind of bring up, and I'm sure we'll go back to, like, series finales and things like that and all that kind of stuff. But, like... Because it seems to happen more with shows that are that were like well received, but then like reviled in the way they ended, or that sort of thing that had like steep drop offs that have all done these uh, limited series returns, or coming back for one final season, or you know things along those lines. Uh, yeah. Heroes. Um, now Dexter. Yep. Oh my God! What's the other Prison Break? Oh, Prison Breaks was so unnecessary because I will go ahead and go on record as to say, even though I didn't necessarily enjoy the way Prison Break ended, it made sense and it completed the story. 
It did. And it was like, I was, I, I left it and I was like, I don't really need to see more. Uh, you could tie in, uh, the many saints of Newark to the Supreme. I mean, I know it's a prequel, but yeah. it, like, it's still a return to that universe. Um, and the, then, the entourage or Deadwood movies as well. Yeah. Uh, you've got, um, I know that I'm sure that you probably didn't watch the, cause I didn't either though, the will and grace. Uh, but like, there's a bunch of stuff like that. Um, wasn't the will and grace one on something weird too? Like one of those, uh, like it wasn't on a major network. Was it? I thought it was. I thought, I thought it returned was. on something like weird. No, I was I thinking know. about the uh, Mad About You reunion show. Oh, they did. yeah. Wasn't that like a Spectrum original or some shit like that? Yeah. It was like, why? Why? Uh, I was on like one of those things where if you turn on your Spectrum box but don't go to the cable. Yeah, it's like, you could watch this. They also did that Bad Boys spinoff uh, that I was real, real mad about until I realized it was a spinoff because I was like, literally, this is just a a poorly done bad boys but with women and they're using the same lines and then i was like oh it's like in that universe and it's like a bad boy it's like a spin-off of bad boys and i that spectrum originals pissed me off but uh yeah that mad, yeah. i forgot about that mad about you one Ugh, yuck um but yeah there there's been a lot of those that like they go away for a while and then uh, see, Friends avoided it because all they did was just like a one-off reunion special. Mm-hmm. They didn't do like a, a full show return, which is probably for the best. Um, but yeah, that seems. Yeah, like... the, the... Go ahead. Well, and I don't even think they were in character in that little show no, thing. And, no, you know, no. They, yeah, they've always talked about like everyone. Oh, the office needs to make a come. The office needs to. No, no, no it does not. Like, you, you had a, a great season. And how do you do it? Like, you're, the way The Office leaves, Michael, Jim, and Pam are all gone. Ryan, Kelly, gone. Toby, gone. Andy, gone. Like, most of your main players aren't there. And I don't think anyone wants to see a fucking um, Office spinoff that involves mostly a new cast. Cause again, the other thing they talked about is like Stanley had retired. Like all, people were like Cree. Everyone had so many of them had moved on. Yeah. You literally so, described the la- the season nine of scrubs when you were talking about no one wants to see that because that's literally yeah. what scrubs season nine was. Yeah. And so you're going to have Dwight running an office of like three return, three or four returning characters and an entire new staff. Cool. Like who fucking cares? We don't need an office spinoff or office return or office reunion. Like if you're going to do a reunion for the office, do it the way they did friends. Yeah. Don't do something where they're all like back together again. you know, take them back to like have them recreate the office, like set, have them all there, do that, have them all talk. But like, don't do a fucking reunion show. Like, how do you get all those people back to Scranton and in that job and make it not depressing for half of them? Yeah, that's yeah. Um, no, I saw a, uh, a post that I'm pissed off about, but I'm happy at the same time because I know they're going to mess it up. But I saw, I, I saw a show that I love is getting a second return attempt. But I'm not going to... I know I'm not going to like it. I know I'm already... I'm going to hate it. Uh, What is it? One of the cornerstones of my childhood was being able to come home from school and get me a good old dose of American Gladiators. It's coming back again? Here's the part where I hate. So in, I think it was like 08, American Gladiators came back, and it was like, it was hosted by Hulk Hogan and one of the, um... One of the Ali kids. Yeah, children, one of the, right? yeah, one of the, uh, I was, it was either one of the Foreman kids or one of the Ali kids. Like, a, a, a boxer's daughter, right? Yeah. And it was, it was pretty fun, 
Um, it was really, really slanted towards. Uh, they over pointed the wall. Like if you were good at the wall, you were going to win the entire game. Like they, that was that was the one misstep. But I know that's like you hear that you hear me say that, and you're like, "What a fucking American Gladiators nerd." I'm okay with that. Um, it ran two seasons. It was fine. Uh, fairly harmless. About six months ago, a report came out that they're uh, that it's uh, in the final stages of an American Gladiators reboot with WWE talent being featured somehow in an undisclosed way. But WWE is apparently like at the helm of rebooting American Gladiators, so. I, I I've never been so happy and then so quickly deflated by a headline pretty much in my entire life because hey here's American Gladiators yay WWE Boom. yeah I'm like well probably won't watch that then because I could give a shit less about WWE at this point so. yep it's actually gotten to the point where, like, seeing that name, like, turns me away from things now. Uh, the, so, we'll the see. The only, uh, <laughs> I think the only outside product they've ever done that wasn't wrestling that I've enjoyed was Oculus. Yeah. I mean, I do love The Condemned, but. Oh, that's fair. The Condemned is, uh, very much I mean, a wrestling product. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess see no evil too, but that's yeah. the Sasuke sisters. So yeah, uh, so yeah, that's uh, I'm I'll watch a um, like I'll see like a teaser thing about it, uh, and you know if it if it actually makes it to air, I'll watch uh, you know some of the hype stuff to see if it's worth watching. But it's going to take a lot because if it's a WWE backed thing, I don't want to see all these shitty wrestlers. Um, forced you know like overly produced bullshit uh i just want to see american gladiators i just want to see the guy standing on top of the thing with the the tennis ball cannon as the uh, contender runs from station to station and fires all the different weapons at him to try and hit the target above his head um that's one of the few reasons that i even keep the pluto tv app Mm-hmm. Because Pluto TV has a an American Gladiators channel that just runs twenty four seven, and it's just Fuck yeah. constant. Uh, a couple days ago, they played the uh, the celebrity. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna loop this back. I'm gonna make another reference here. Uh, they played the celebrity American Gladiators uh, series that uh, John uh, John C. McGinley was in. So from uh, from Scrubs, Doctor Cox from Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he was actually an American Gladiators contestant. Him and uh, pro wrestler Rico Constantino, um, which they played that one. Gosh, they play uh, they they play that one every so often. Um, but uh, he almost he almost wins. He gets to like the semifinals of the the tournament that he's in, which is pretty good. Oh, that's cool. Um, so. Then he became a hairstylist. Let me ask you something. Ask me something. How do you feel about these returns? Like, do you feel like in the instance of like Dexter and, you know, Heroes, Prison Break, things like that, where they, you know, ended badly and they're coming back after X amount of years. Do you feel it's a cash grab, an apology, or do you think it's them just, like, appeasing the fan base? I feel the the same way about those as I feel about movie remakes. And I feel like the only stuff that, the only movies that should be remade are the same TV shows that should have a an after-the-fact series, like a limited return series. The mm-hmm. ones that didn't turn out the way that you wanted them to. Like a remake, a movie remake should be a second shot at something that could be great, 
but for whatever reason didn't end up that way. And that's a different conversation for another time. But I think these limited series are a way, like if the show ends and everybody's happy and there's like, it comes to a conclusion that's not like egregiously bad that pisses everybody off and you know, the creative team comes out and says, oh, well, if we would have just had more time, we could have done this, we could have done that. If there's something left on the table, then do it. But if it ends in a way that's like, it's fine, it's harmless, it's done, like, there's no reason. I, I know I said they could do it and it would be fine. There's no reason to do a house limited series return. Yeah, like for sure. There's no reason to do... A, you know, like you could pick, you know, you could name a hundred shows that that just end and you're like, okay, like they ended. There was no real reason to do anything else in The Sopranos. There's no reason to do anything else Deadwood. There's no, there's no reason to do like, for instance, you, I I would have no interest in a, a Chuck limited return series. Which was weird that they brought him in as the main character for the Heroes reboot. Not yeah. as the Chuck character, no, but Zachary but, Levi as the actor. Um, Instead of, like, Milo... I can't ever pronounce his last name. Yeah. Uh, but, like, um, Eastbound and Down. Great Eastbound show. Down. Came to a good ending. Satisfied with how it was done. No interest, no need in doing another show with it. Like, stuff like that. And I want to... And I know I mentioned it earlier. I'm actually going to like reverse or rewind back to talk about how I met your mother. Like now they're doing this Hulu exclusive starring Hillary Duff, the how I met your father, which is set in the same universe and is going to have some of the same locations. And like, they're saying it might tie into some of the stories. Like why, why are you going to have it set in the same time and that and limit, limit yourself that way, as opposed to being like, Hey, Oh, look, cool, they're in McLaren's bar, or McLaren's pub, or whatever the fuck. Oh, hey, they're at this spot, this spot, this spot, doing this, doing this, and, like, and maybe have the occasional, like, small per- like small-time cameo, like, don't fucking hammer yourself home by, one, like, don't hammer yourself home by, honestly, like, I wish they wouldn't place it in New York City. Yeah. You know, um, you know who I blame for that? Girl Meets the World. Because Girl Meets World did that first. That was like the first and then like Fuller House was after that, but like that the yeah. Girl Meets World series was like the first one that was like, hey, we're going back to the 90s stuff that you loved and we're like continuing that story, advancing that on and bringing back these cameos and stuff. Like I, I blame them. I believe. Yeah, and well, you know they they'd initially announced it before How I Met Your Mother ended, but then I guess like something happened with like one of the showrunners and CBS, so they canceled it, and now it's happening, but on Hulu, and it's not going to be the same thing it was going to be. It's going to be something. It just sounds so fucking stupid and convoluted, and the same way I'm like. And I think we'll agree with this. I think one of the things we both like about horror, even though I know we've talked about remakes and sequels and we talk about stuff that we love from the past a lot, but I think one of the things we both like about the genre so much is in addition to these sequels and things, but there is so much new shit coming out all the time. Like like so much new shit as opposed to like sequels and remakes and sequels and remakes and like Spielberg supposed to be one of the greatest directors of all time, supposed to just be this phenomenal, like God in the movie industry. You could not fucking pay me to sit through his version of West side story. That's about to come out. Pass. I didn't, Hard pass. I didn't, uh, I didn't know it was a thing until I saw last night in Soho and I saw the trailer for it. And I was like, someone's remaking West side story. And then like 30 seconds, like I was like, okay, whatever, you know? And I was like, God, this looks terrible. Like, this looks unbelievably bad. And then they were like, Steven Spielberg directs. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Yeah, I... I think, you know, I've always... 
looked at remakes as a like a second chance to get it right. And that's kind of how I look at these limited series is like it's a chance to make right for whatever reason, whether it was, you know, burnout or, you know, you didn't get the idea until later or whatever. Like it, it's a second shot. And uh, there's just so many that are just so unnecessary and they just scream crash or cash grab. Yeah. They just scream out like, Hey, literally like we needed to fill the calendar. We needed to fill the time slot. And you know, these people haven't really done anything since then. So eh, whatever, like, I'll give you I'll give you an example of one that's done right is uh, it's not like a limited series or anything but they're doing a bunch of uh, psych movies. Yeah, yeah. And like the reason that they're doing them is because they have like these little ideas to advance everybody's stories, but not enough for like a whole season's worth. So they do these little, like, they do these two-hour movies, an hour-and-a-half movies at a time, and they, they're they done with the third one. Uh, so the third one will be out soon. And, like, they're fun. They're not, they're like, they don't try to do too much. Like, do we really need three extra seasons of Will and Grace? Do we really need, you know, extra seasons of all these different shows that, you know, had 10-year runs to start with? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, and I understand like nostalgia makes money and uh, all that, but like at the same time, it's like good fucking god! Like it is outrageous to me how much some of these like how much people are paying for the rights to stream like Seinfeld. Like Seinfeld is a two hundred million dollar title in twenty twenty one. If not higher. And yeah. that is just fucking baffling to me. And like I, I, I get it, and I get that like, you know, you're paying for the subscriber at that point, but like I don't know anyone who's who's gonna cancel Netflix because they uh, I, I would actually like to see the number of people that followed through with their threatening to cancel of um threatening to cancel Netflix when they lost the office. I would love yeah. to see the number of people that actually did that. Cause it's probably pretty fucking low. Well, if you're like everybody else, you kind of forget that you have Netflix. And so you never really yeah. cancel it because it's just one of those forgotten subscriptions. But you know, uh, I don't know. I, if you really love Seinfeld that much, you probably have the whole set on DVD or, um, like it plays on some cable channel twenty four seven. So if you really love it that much, you can probably find it. That's all I know. Uh, but that's the the same thing with like The Office, and I I just I never understood this reasoning. Like I had a friend who owns all since all ten seasons of Friends, and she's like, I can't believe I'm not gonna have anywhere to watch it. I was like, you own all that. She's like, yeah, but I, I don't want to get up. And I'm just like, wow, you're lazy. You were like, you work out like five times a week and getting up to change a disc every three hours is too much work. Wow. And I, I'm still over here saying how the hell come we have all of these other shows getting return series and all this crap. And I can't get a third season of Reaper. Because I don't think any of them are doing anything. I mean, I think um, uh, like a couple people are actually doing stuff, but like they could they could film a, a thirteen episode season, or even just like a Hulu streaming movie to wrap it up. And you yeah. don't you don't take it from where it ended. You you do a callback into whatever it is because it's going to be too much time has passed to pick up from the end of that game of quarters. Um, I'm gonna have to ask um, at LexCon. I'm gonna have to ask uh, Ray Wise because he's gonna be there. Um, they've announced him, so I'm gonna have to ask him um, 
all kinds of Reaper related questions. He's going to hate me. He's going to friggin' hate me. Cause I'm just, I'm going to be like, I don't give a shit about Jeepers Creepers. I don't give a shit about anything else you've done. I want to talk to you about Reaper. And he's going to be like, what? I'm going to be like, everybody else after me in line can might as well just go to the food court, get something to eat, pack a lunch because I'm going to, I'm going to talk to my man Ray Wise here for a little while. Hey man, everyone loves you in this movie called Dead End. I tried to like it and couldn't <laughs> figure out. I tried to watch it and couldn't figure out why. Yeah, it's it's it, not him. That movie's just dog shit. Well, it's here's the problem. It's the same issue with if you watch and you figure out the twist of Shutter Island early. Uh-huh. You as soon as you know the gimmick, you're just waiting for it to end. And if you figure out the gimmick too early, the whole rest of the movie is so boring because you already know how it's going to end. And you don't get a really, like, you don't get rewarded at the end except for just being right. And the whole, you're like, called it, and that's it. So, yeah, it, it plods along, like, if you don't know what's happening and you do, you don't predict the ending, like I can see why people would be like, okay, it's it's fun, but like, yeah, if you've ever seen a, a horror movie, you know how it's going to end, and it's going to feel like it's a long movie. It sure as shit did too. Yeah, one of those where it's like it's an hour and a half, and it feels like three. Which is uh, something that I can say uh, our show does not because we're already at the hour mark. Holy crap. Oh, shit. Like, I was so, thinking. well, f- final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Dexter's worth watching. I don't know anything about the limited series. Probably going to wait till it wraps just so I can watch the whole thing. Um, take off the rose-colored glasses. Stop doing these fucking reboot seasons and do something that's, you know... Like, stop depending on fucking nostalgia. The same thing I hate about pro wrestling, or the same thing I hate about WWE. Stop depending on nostalgia to sell tickets and create fucking, um, like, create something worth watching now. Oh, I thought you were going to say stop firing everybody. That also is <laughs> true. But we're not here to talk about that. No, yeah, that's... uh. Uh, and uh, and keep January 14th open on your calendar. Those are your bullet points from tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen. Mostly that thing about January. Yeah. If you have one takeaway from this entire show, it is keep January 14th open. It's a Friday, so it's convenient going into the weekend. Everybody's working for the Oh, my gosh. we got to play the jive-ass DJ game. Uh, at some point with that with that song, <laughs> like you you know you know that game right? Did I ever tell you that game? Uh huh. Okay, so what you do is you pick a song, right, and you try and do like what these what I what I call jive ass DJs do, where they try and like that you talk over the beginning and you try and fit in like all of the information that you have to say before the lyrics start. And working for the weekend's a good one because it's like an up tempo one that has like a good, you know, twenty seconds before the words actually hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have to maybe in another week or two we'll we'll practice that. Uh, we'll play the jive asty. It's fun. Like once you start doing it, like it's really really fun. Um, but yeah, remind me to do that and like we'll play it and we'll go through it and we'll try it and we'll see what happens. Because I would like to see your uh, your attempts at it. Because I'm not great at it, and I go to a radio station twice a week, so I'm not fantastic. Like it's it's super fun though. Like it's impossible to do and not have a hell of a lot of fun doing it. So it's a fun little game we can play, and then people at home can play uh, once they kind of get how it goes. But it's awesome. It's really fun. We need to do it. Alright, hell yeah, I'm in. We'll do that. Uh, I got a I got a suggestion that I'm gonna uh for um next week that I'm gonna text you here in a minute uh to see if you're into it. Uh it's a little um No, I mean I, it's kind of up our alley, uh but 
it's what I like to call counter programming. So can't wait to hear what it is. But the, I'm looking forward to this text message. But as we say, keep Friday, January 14th open. And if you like what you hear, give us a like, give us a share. Go to patreon.com slash FWB podcast and get bonus stuff. There's like, if you subscribe to the Patreon, there's 200, over 200 bonus episodes that you immediately get. Uh, a bunch of other crap on there. I don't know. Uh, but it's fun. It supports us. You can order something from the Redbubble store to make sure that you get it in time for the January 14th extravaganza. All uh, those products. There's like 80, 80 things with our logo on it. And they all make fantastic gifts. Uh, whether you're looking for a shower curtain or a, a blanket, a pillow, a clock, a journal, shirts, of course, buttons, stickers, all that stuff. Um, just one click away. We have the prices as low as we possibly can because we care about you guys. Uh, we lowered our margins, uh, so that you can, I mean, uh, shirts in there, like a, a, a baseball tee in there is like 20 bucks. I think a t-shirt, like a custom printed t-shirts, like 19, like they're, they're it's the stuff's dirt cheap. Um, because we lowered it as much as we can because we want to see you guys get as much be able to get as much as you want so um that all, all that money gets folded back into the show so that we can do stuff like uh what's coming up on in january and beyond um so any of those ways to support us greatly greatly appreciated and until then my friends uh, if you're going to join in the conversation on social media, use that hashtag FWB podcast, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the fun things, all the socials talk about us. We're better than the other people using that FWB podcast hashtag. That is true. They're fucks. They're dumb and they're fucks. Ah. Fuckers. Fuckers and ham sandwiches. That's what I always say. I don't know what the hell that means. But uh, it's been a fun show. I don't know where the hell I'm going with this rant. Um, But we are here for you every week and every day. Reach out to us on our Twitter. We probably won't respond to you, but, you know, just know we're there for you. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I should should just take this home, shouldn't I? I guess so. I should just take her home. All right, let's take her home. Uh, my friends, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. Um, we'll be back next week, and I promise I won't be so fucking strange. But until then, thank you for being our... I can't promise I'm not going to be this strange next week. Friends with benefits.